Thanksgiving is a mixed blessing for my wife Anita. It's the beginning of a holiday season that will bring our kids and grandkids home, but it also means that Anita, who doesn't like to cook, will be preparing Thanksgiving dinner. When the last of our kids moved out of the house, Anita declared, despite my protests that I wasn't dead yet, that she had cooked her last meal. With the exception of the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, she's kept her word. When Thanksgiving approaches, she has to relocate the spiders that have been spinning their webs in our oven while she prays that the oven, which hasn't been on since last Christmas, will malfunction. It's the same oven where she once blew up an Easter ham, though she insists to this day that it was an accident. I've offered to help Anita, but she knows I'm hopeless when it comes to basic human skills, including preparing a meal. I'm also inept at working with tools, and it's wise to keep sharp objects away from me. Our daughter Amy once said that the words dad and chainsaw should never appear in the same sentence. So I decided to turn to my old friend baseball to help Anita through the nightmare preparing another Thanksgiving dinner. I decided to ease her pain by preparing my own Thanksgiving dinner made up of baseball players whose nicknames fit the meal. It was a risky business because second on her not-to-do list is listening to me drone on about baseball, but I thought I'd give it a try. I started off my baseball Thanksgiving feast with Negro League All-Star and Hall of Fame member Norman Turkey Stearns. One of the greatest hitters in Negro League history, Stearns was called Turkey because he had an odd way of flapping his arms when he ran the bases. My dad was a great person. Unfortunately, my sister and I were born after he had stopped he playing. Gone, yeah. So, you know, I get to hear the stories from other people and he's had all of his inductions have been posthumous. Um, so he died in 1979, and he was inducted into the Afro-American Sports Hall of Fame in 1987, um, 2000, the National Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, 2007, Michigan Sports Hall of Fame, 2010, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, and we visited Kauffman Stadium, um, where the Kansas City Royals play. They have their own Hall of Fame, and he's inducted in the Cooperstown section. Huh. And also the Tigers put a permanent plaque yeah. in 2007. So yeah. phenomenal athlete and great father. Considering what happened to our Easter ham, I thought I'd better add Pirates outfielder Dick Turkey Hall, who later in his career became an outstanding relief pitcher with the Baltimore Orioles. Hall got his nickname because he blew up his cheeks, causing his face to turn red when he ran the bases or delivered a pitch. As for stuffing, there are a number of players who were called stuffy because they looked like they were stuffed into their uniforms. The greatest of the bunch, however, earned his nickname, not because of his girth, but because of his talent. Stuffy McGinnis, who played in several World Series, was such an outstanding first baseman that fans and teammates would yell out, that's the stuff, when he made a great play. Of course, I also need potatoes for my Thanksgiving feasts, but there are plenty of spuds to go around, including Spud Chandler, an outstanding pitcher with the Yankees, who won the American League's Most Valuable Player Award in 1943. Spuds got his nickname because his teammates had trouble with Spurgeon, Chandler's first name. As for side dishes, there is Sweet Pea Morgan, Spinach Melillo, Squash Wilson, and Tomato Cafora. I can also add umpire Beans Reardon, who got his nickname when he was playing ball as a teenager, and a fan yelled out, Come on, Baked Beans, let me see you hit one. All that's left to finish the meal is dessert, and dessert is no problem, especially if you like pie. There's the Pirates Pie Trainer. Pie Trainer, he, he would have played for nothing. He loved baseball so well. I remember we had uh, several double headers in a row. 
And I, I was in the dressing room and came out with Pi. And he says, you know what? We just got one game today. He says, I'll get fat playing one game. <laughs> but my favorite is Peach Pie, Jack O'Connor, who got his nickname when he played for a St. Louis amateur team called the Peach Pies. He also managed the American League St. Louis Browns, but the Browns apparently didn't care for Peach Pie and fired O'Connor after one year. If Anita needs a bit of liquid refreshment to get through Thanksgiving, I can add Bobby Wine, but we'll have to be careful because he was known as Wino in his playing days. Philly fans are passionate. I mean, they they know the history of the game. They know that the guys on your team that give 100%, that give 50%, that give everything. You know, they, they, just, they just know that. And when you don't give 100% for them, then they're going to let you know it. We'll also have to keep an eye on Brewery Jack Taylor, who often lived up to his nickname. For something a little stronger, there's also Brandy Davis and Saramash Daniels, whose first name, not surprisingly, was Jack. When I offered Anita my baseball feast, she just shook her head and gave me her best, you stupid, stupid man look. But she did soften and said that I could help out with Thanksgiving dinner. She thought that maybe I could peel potatoes, but she did remind me that there was a ball player who was once known as Three Finger Brown. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.